0: Welcome back to episode one of uh, Brand Beats. We uh, have an official name now, I'm Andrew Jensik, creative strategist at BASIC.
1: Hi, I'm Veronica, I'm a designer at BASIC.
0: Ryan Vansel, designer.
2: Erwin Hines, associate creative director.
0: (laughs) And uh, today we're gonna be starting a little discussion about inspiration, something we've been kind of like tossing around. Um, a little bit this week, so I know Erwin had some some things he wanted to talk about, but you want to just kick us off? Not to, put, not to put a lot of pressure on you, Erwin. Thank you. Off. This so, better be good, too. So this is yeah.
2: So, yeah, we just wanted to talk about how it's very important for people to draw inspiration outside of their industry, because we do notice a lot of people, especially when they're starting, like, if for example, if you're starting in web design, you end up looking at other websites, which force you to create websites that look like what you've seen. So there's a lack of originality. So, again, this topic is just about how do we look outside of our industry to create cool shit.
0: Right. Yeah, and I think, too, it it comes down to, like, what your approach to, or how, I guess, what context of discovery, right? Because if you're talking about discovery during the design process, uh, I'm sorry, um, inspiration during the design process, (laughs) inspiration during the design process, it's a lot different than, like... um, during discovery, where you're actually getting kind of hit with a lot of information about maybe an industry you don't know, you haven't had a lot of perspective on. Cause a lot of times that's where, for me personally, being in like the strategy side of it, where um, discovery kind of puts that inspiration and really kind of solidifies an idea in my head. But I mean, I guess from that perspective, we do look at a lot of different industries to pull together inspiration. But I mean, what about you guys where
1: I think a good place to start is staying within the creative industry, for example staying within architecture or even fashion and using those uh, inspiration to draw into other things that may be interesting to you. I really find um, going to different cultures as well pretty interesting and I feel like if you find your passion for what you really enjoy you can really find inspiration out of anything really.
3: Solid Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> eloquently <laughs> um, and you Ryan? yeah I mean I guess my two cents would be that you know before Irwin planted this idea in my head of like getting back to print design and editorial design I like kind of realized how much time I waste like trying to be inspired Yeah. just like there's just an endless sea of inspiration, like your your main like go-tos, like the hands, dribble, like you just get lost in there and like three hours later you're like, what the hell have I been doing? Like just yeah. looking mm-hmm. at images of like, there's just too much good design out there within our specific niches and industries. So ever since you brought this up to like become more inspired by things outside of those like direct areas that we're working in, mm-hmm. I find myself wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> right. that, just,
2: that just stemmed from me looking at dribble too much or looking at BNs too much and looking at web too much and then realized I started just creating things that looked like other things that I've seen. Yeah. So there was like less originality or, wow, less originality, Ooh. and less, <laughs> less sort of like creating something new. Um, and then when I started to look at things that I actually find interesting, which is more print design or fashion design, when you begin to look outside of those things, I found that, I don't know, things just came a little bit more easy or a little bit more natural, like it, it wasn't forced, like I wasn't yeah. forcing yeah. some type of weird creativity that wasn't there because I was looking at things that I was actually genuinely interested in.
0: Well, yeah, to, to kind of like respond on both of what you guys are saying, like, um, spending too much time in inspiration it easily gets you down like this pit. But not only just because, one, you're, you're, you end up wasting a bit of time, but you start to lose context of like what the strategic goals were in the first place. Yeah. Because you start to get so inspired maybe visually by what you've Absolutely. seen. Absolutely, it becomes more about the aesthetic. Exactly, exactly. So you kind of go in this like, you just get pigeonholed in art versus the, the strategy and design side of it. Um, which, I mean, it's important to make sure you gather that inspiration visually, but sometimes just setting a limitation on maybe how much time you're going to put to that is a good way of like going about it in general. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, for me, I'm like, yeah, I've collected all these things and I start to know, I start to see my list towards the bottom looking a little off of off subject um, compared to some of the things I might have initially been pulling together and pulling up. And actually
2: to that point, I think inspiration is more of an ongoing thing. Yeah. Like it's more of like a, if you build it, they will come type thing where it's like, if you're always consuming things that you like, which are not just going to be web, if you work in web, which are not going to be just video, if you work in video, but it could be things from a bunch of different industries. If you're always consuming that stuff, and then when you're presented with a problem, basically you can tap into that sea of like stuff, basically, and begin to pull different pieces. So. Like I have a Pinterest board that has a bunch of stuff on there. Some stuff is print. Some stuff is a little bit of stuff is web, but some stuff is fashion. But then when I'm tasked with a specific challenge, then I take that challenge and see how I can basically pull from all of the things that I've been gathering, right? Mm -hmm. And all of the stuff that I've been pulling in to express something as opposed to like in that moment i need to find inspiration i typically find that when you're in the moment and you feel like you need to find inspiration you end up getting stuck right Right. like you end up getting in like that inspiration hell because you're just in this again it's more forced than it is organic like it's not like you're really getting inspired you're more just copying
3: yeah you get stuck on the trends like because that's what continually sticks out and if that's all you're looking at, you're mm. bound to some, like, yeah. even if it's like not on purpose, repeat it in mm. some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think as a creative, it, we should just be mindful for everything that's going on around us and to actively collect things that we go, like, we discover throughout our day. And I think we all have our kind of like design spank bang, as you would call it, of like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, resources. <laughs> PG version of like things that you kind of <laughs> reference at the beginning as as almost your starting point. These so are your starters, which will help kind of develop new threads to discover more things. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I guess more specifically, um, something that has been inspiring me lately is just reading in general. I'm like I'm a big reader, but rereading Simon Sinek's uh, Start with Why. Uh, it's such a good book, and like. It's funny i was reading about like a week after we recorded the first one i was like so much of the stuff we were talking mm-hmm. about has, parallels everything he says uh just in the first you know 50 pages you know if you read the first 50 pages of that there's insights in there that will make you kind of look at things from different perspectives and i think perspective yeah. anything you can look at that gives you a different perspective i mean autobiographies i'm yeah. also re- re-reading malcolm x's autobiography and yeah. it's like just perspectives on life open your mind up to like different ideas and, and different ways of looking at things, yeah. so for me it's been that.
2: I think to touch on that same thing, for me, what inspires me is mainly the idea of theory. Um, not necessarily different types of art, um, different types of architecture, but it's really the theory behind the architecture. So if you look at Frank Lloyd Wright's theory of natural architecture, that architecture should be built and reflect the environment that it's in. Really relates to how we design UX or design branding. Or if you look at Dada and the whole movement of Dada and the idea that it was questioning what art really was at that Mm -hmm. time, is this idea of kind of always busting your own bubble because this artist questioning what art is, right? So always questioning yourself, always looking at yourself and kind of taking yourself out of your comfort zone. So, like those types of theories always inspire me. But then on the micro level with design and creative direction, of course, like things like street etiquette. Um, Which is a really good um, Group people is two guys, and they do amazing photography Um, But sort of that yeah, (laughs) that sort of um, Style really really inspired me where it's more of this urban um, Sort of textured vibe to it um, is very much inspiring It's not super clean, but it kind of conveys this more urban authentic approachable aesthetic Mm -hmm. so aesthetically that's where i'm very much sort of inspired by but my main source of inspiration is really theory as it relates to architecture art and fashion because even if you look at fashion if you go beyond just like what's cool right now or like what colors are cool right now you can see how those colors are inspired by people's emotions or what people are thinking or what people are doing um, in society at that time. So yeah. a lot of these different art movements um, that you don't necessarily really find in um, like web design or specific design verticals, if you look at these other art movements like fashion architecture and art, you can actually see it reflecting culture. In society at that time so it's more like this anthropological look at like what's happening in society. Mm-hmm. So I guess to take a step back for me what inspires me is art as it relates to anthropology and street etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> <Those> definitely <laughs> street etiquette, yeah, they're dope. They are dope. They're really good <laughs> but like if yeah everybody should just check out street etiquette. Yeah. The shit they do is Amazing.
0: You also share a lot of world star hip hop things. Oh yeah, that <laughs> goes without saying. We're all inspired yeah, by world star. Yeah, really so, like I was
2: talking about anthropology as it relates to art, architecture, and design, but then also just random cultural things yeah, like world star hip hop. I mean, yeah. damn Daniel inspired. Like, how do you? Yeah. It's not about like how do you create something viral. So it's not like I saw that and I'm like I want to create something viral. But it's more like. What's this say about our culture? What does Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go say about our culture? Like, what do these things that are like really popular and sort of catching virality? How are they catching and reflecting the zeitgeist of current society? It's like, those are the types of things that really inspire me. More like anthropo- anthropology. Holy
0: hell, sir! <laughs> You're
2: throwing out a lot of hundred-dollar words here. Damn. <laughs> Anthropology really inspires me. <laughs> Culture inspires me. Everything, but other people's design inspires
1: yeah. me. Right? Yeah, no, and you're <laughs> still
2: inspired by. I'm not really inspired by anything. Like, okay, I, I look. So, I think that's where you go down to micro inspiration. So, yeah. there's a difference between like macro inspiration and micro inspiration. Macro is like. I'm inspired by the challenge. I'm inspired by these theories. I mean, ins- what, what drives me to create? What drives me to create is never seeing somebody else's website ever. Like I don't see another person's website with gradients on it. I'm like, I want to create a site with gradients on it. Yeah. That never ever happens. Or I see like somebody else's site that looks really editorial. And I'm like, I want to create a site that feels editorial. It's more like I see the challenge and then I want to create something. And then I see that, okay, at this point, how are people doing buttons? Or how are people doing this? So it's like, those are more Micro inspiration points where I go to dribble when I want to know how people are maybe creating buttons It's never when I want to see how people are like trending to do things now mm-hmm. because there is a big like follower culture on like these individual platforms
1: I'm with Erwin in that one. I Again feel very inspired by art and architecture and from that realm. I'm very interested in art history So for me, I love again Frank Lloyd Wright and all of that modernist architecture, but I also I think one of my timeless pieces that always go to reflectors, the Bauhaus period. Mm -hmm. I love um, the way that they've incorporated structure and form, and I feel like that really helps inspire web design, especially today, with the idea of minimalism, Mm -hmm. form over function, or vice versa. So those ideas um, can really help inform you in like the small, minute ways, which, again, you could go to Dribbble for that, or you could actually (laughs) reference, like, time periods and art, out. exactly, well and I actually just came back from New York and I feel like being in a place where you can access culture, like museums for example, yeah. even food, I've actually been watching a lot of great um, foodie like shows, even um, the way that they actually plate the food and the way that they've um, cooked the food and their philosophy behind it. Chef's Table on Netflix is really great. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I, I find that, that that show very inspiring. Absolutely. I just love hearing the stories of the chefs as well as their presentation, the way they approach food. And I feel like that's very similar in the way that we actually approach design. So even thinking um, in those areas of creativity really helps to inform yeah. what you do every day. And
2: I think that goes back to the idea of just going beyond just the visuals or the aesthetic or, or the decoration really and really looking to theory. So, like you said, you're reading or you read like Malcolm X's biography, right? Like, it's more of the theory that begins to transform your thinking as opposed to just the overarching aesthetic. How something looks doesn't really matter. It's really like why they did what they did and how it met a need in culture. Yes. Like, the life of Malcolm X inspires you.
0: And the mindset he came up with. I mean, I guess like a perfect example of that is looking at Gaudi stuff, right? You know? I mean, one of the good things I'm really happy I did was, or while I was on my last vacation was, take tours because um just seeing things like you said it's just it's it's okay yeah it's on and and then crazy and incredibly impressive but like one thing that i have in my mind was that like you know gaudi just um rejected what was established in terms of how you had to do things like accepted principles of you know Mm -hmm. architecture and he was like i can look to nature to do a lot of different things um and it's not so much what he did, as, as so much as like his mindset was challenge status quo, yeah. and then, you know, I'm like, that is something that I can apply to what I do every day. Yeah, you know? like it's
2: like everyday inspiration that you're collecting all the time. Yes. As opposed to, again, this whole idea of like, in the moment inspiration, which is that micro-inspiration, but it's not the macro. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna drive you to create something. Right. As opposed to like, you're reading into his theories, you're reading into his why, then you're like, shit, Yes. Exactly. I need to question what I'm doing. I need to do something new. Like you don't look at it again, a gradient on a website and you're like, damn, I need <laughs> um, to question what I'm doing in life. Uh-huh. Like that never happens no, uh, at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, yeah. Being impressed by somebody else's work is is a very different thing than, yeah. than being, like having your, your perspective kind of opened up a yeah. little bit to like how to approach something uh, or think about something or a problem.
3: So then where's the line? Be- between being inspired by innovative strategy and innovative aesthetics in our field? Because it sounds like you're trying to say you're never inspired by aesthetic trends.
0: Micro, I'm inspired by. Uh, Inspired by, I I don't know if that's what you, I mean, when you think about it, when you really break it down, I don't know if you are inspired. I mean. You have to be. (laughs) I think you're impressed by it. I think you're you're, you're impressed by it. What's the difference between being impressed and being inspired though? Impressed is like just an appreciation for what it was. And yes, you can get the feeling of being inspired. But I think being inspired by understanding a new way of thinking about something or understanding how they came to that solution, understanding the story and the thought behind it is more opening and broadening in the way. that, Like now it's applicable. I can take the way they did that and apply it to other ideas. Uh, And I think if
2: you're, so like if you're only, let's say if you're only inspired by what you see on Dribbble, I'm harping on Dribbble, it's a great platform. I'm harping on it. If you're about only inspired hate, by what you see on Dribbble or from what you see within your own industry or just aesthetic, then it's like the iceberg effect when you're only inspired by 10% of the, what you could be inspired by. You're leaving 90% of your inspiration sort of on the floor or on the table. Yeah, I So it's not to say that I'm like, that it's not far. to say you shouldn't be inspired by like current trends in web or current trends visually, but I don't, for me, that doesn't necessarily spark anything new. Like, just seeing other websites doesn't spark anything new. Now seeing other seeing photography might spark something. Mm-hmm. So it's not to say I'm not inspired by aesthetic, but I'm not inspired by the aesthetic of the industry I'm currently working in as much.
0: Yeah.
3: I don't, yeah. <laughs> I'm, from, I, yeah, I'm from see, for me, like, I'm inspired by both. Mm-hmm. Like, the thrill, of the strategy aspect and the collaboration gets me more pumped than any, but at yep. the same time, I still have to fuel the artistic side by being inspired by like people that are innovating and bring, you know, bringing new trends to light. Not to say that you want to follow those trends, but it's just that the fact that those trends caught, like that design aesthetic caught on is an inspiration in itself, if that makes any sense. Sure. Because that is that's its own feat, like just as much as the strategy aspect. Like, if you, you know, so going back to like my brand roots, like one of my favorite branding design uh, designers is Jay Fletcher, and he has like just dis- like anytime you see uh, a geometric, like flat geometric. Design in the brand field, this dude has like brought it to another level and they're all riding his coattails. And he created that trend and it's purely aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what, like, for me, like, how is that not inspirational?
2: I think I there, there also could be a difference between, and this just, just posing, there also could be a difference between how I view web and how I view other creative fields. Other creative fields have been around for so long that there's so much to pull from. So much diversity and different thoughts to kind of like bring. Because um, for me, one of the branding or the brand company that I love is Wolf Olins, And I love their theory more than I love their work. Like their London exactly. 2012 logo. Everybody hated it, but it was amazing because from their theory, it captured what Um, society was feeling at that time in London, right? Like it was this organized chaos, which is what a city is. So like for me, that theory inspired me more than the actual market did. Um, But I think for branding, there's a lot more to pull from. For print, there's a lot more to pull from where you have just ages and ages and ages and different movements that happened as opposed to with web. You don't necessarily have that many movements that have happened. So for me, that's why web is not as inspiring as like branding print, true. because there's just so much richness there's been so many greats right that are like everybody recognizes that they're greats so like if you're an architect you pull from architecture as well because there's great architects and great theories in architecture to pull from because even him i i don't think people are just pulling from the trend of it being geometric, I feel like the people who are really pulling from it and doing a really good job are pulling from why did he make it geometric. Because I think a lot of times if you're just pulling from the geometric part, you might just be creating another logo that looks like other logos that have been out there and web is also more accessible to the world so that more people can see like these two sites look alike as opposed to these two people can see like these two logos look alike.
3: Yeah, I mean I could be wrong, but I'd say an easy answer is simplicity. That's I mean that's his that's his. <clears throat> Why why are they copying um, that trick? No.
0: Yeah. I think for me too, like the other thing. One of the thing one of the I mean as I guess like the weird part about the argument between like what is inspiration is like right. aesthetics are subjective, whereas like Uh, Modes of thinking are the things that you often want to emulate, you know, like you don't want to You never want to copy somebody's style But you want but you can be very much inspired by and utilize the way that they thought about a problem But aesthetics again are, are very subjective What speaks to you is not necessarily going to speak to me, but maybe the story behind a painting is what speaks to me Yeah, you know kind of a thing. Yeah
2: or maybe it's like i mentally take the long way to get to the same answer though. really like because for me if i see a minimalist website i'm not going to be inspired but then if i hear a quote from what was the some musician he's a very famous musician and it's a very famous quote so i feel bad that i don't remember but he was like it's not the notes that make the song but it's the space in between the notes that makes the song so for me that would inspire me to take a minimalist approach to how much space I can put between these images, how much space I can put between this type to create something that looks unique. So for me, I think I might just take the long way. You need justification. I need justification. I I need theory to like, for me to feel good or feel excited about it. Like I just don't feel excited about aesthetic. Again, like branding is built to be a little bit more timeless and web really does just follow trends. Like right now at least, like web does not like latch on anything to create like timeless web experiences. Whereas like a Paul Rand logo might still be around today. So then there's, there's like, I feel like there's beauty in like just copying like his simplicity, as opposed to like when you copy like something from web, it's gonna be out like a couple months from now if you're just copying the current trends. So that's, again, for me, I think the aesthetic thing is more just like, as it relates to web, I don't like to reference aesthetic and web. Because web is so fickle. So
3: yeah, I mean, this this may have sounded like we're disagreeing. Fickle, we like are, I couldn't weird. agree I more know. with everything. So you're not like like convincing me of anything. Disagree. No. I'm. I'm disagree. only disagreeing disagree. with the fact like how greatly you're saying you're not inspired by aesthetic. It's you got that a really pretty sure.
0: Aesthetic, <laughs> right.
2: aesthetic as it relates to web.
0: Something you were you were talking about earlier quickly for people to check out. Check out uh, Victory Journal. They have a ton of good um, The Victory Mag. It's got a ton Mm -hmm. of good photographers they bring together in an editorial. It's very sports focused um, But you will find it as a resource. You can get a lot of people the great discontent The Players Tribune um, Those are things that we've been looking at. Street etiquette. (laughs) Street etiquette. Uh, Those are things we, we always share a lot so something to look at. I don't know if you guys have any other things you want to throw out there maybe people might not have seen. But um...
2: Check out any books that you can from Frank Lloyd Wright or Daniel Libeskin who is an amazing architect as well um, or read stuff on the Dada movement.
0: <laughs>
1: go outside away from your computer and actually go to art galleries Go to museums, yeah. go to festivals. They yeah. actually I got really inspired by going to concert. Yeah. I mean they're like storytelling mm-hmm. the is like such such an important aspect of what we do and I feel like you can really take cues from movies, from oh, music, nice. and so go out and just absorb, be a sponge yes, yes, and mentally know. start collecting things.
0: Ryan, do you have anything else you want to suggest to people? I agreed with everything everyone said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: uh, until next time, peace out. Cheers.
3: Cheers. 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 <laughs>